Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is a phenomenal day. Troy Dooley here, the host of the Beachside CEO. And, you know, it, it's crazy. I'm up here in Mooresville, North Carolina. I'm at the corporate offices of Vita Cup International. Been doing some work with these guys since their pre-start days. And I tell you what, it's always amazing to me when you get up here and you actually see how something works, when you see how the, the team gets excited, you know, all of a sudden it's like, wow. And I mean, I have been watching the way that they operate, watching what they do, uh, listening to Jeff Mack. Now, I don't know if you guys know Jeff. Jeff has been a, a, just a top distributor for years, made the transition in as a CEO, and, and watching him lead his team uh, has been amazing, something that he's been doing, and, and it's, I kind of put the bug in his ear, and now, I mean, it's like a video monster, but every morning he's out here in his workout clothes, and he's putting these videos together, and it's, it's amazing to watch, guys, and they're one of our new sponsors. I love getting sponsors for the show. It's what makes it work. It's why we're on the Home Business Radio Network. It, it's an exciting time, but today I want to look at something that I believe uh, is really missed in people's lives, but it's also missed in, at the company level. And it's, it's about the little things. And that's why, you know, if we look at taking care of the little things, you know, that's what most people aren't doing. And as I studied this, as I, as I got ready for the show, I got to thinking of all the times that I run around, whether I'm consulting with companies, coaching individuals, doesn't, doesn't really matter what. It's, it's amazing how they fall into this myth that has been, I don't know where it started or why we even have it, but people will get up on stage and they'll say, don't major in minor issues. And I tell you what, if I'd not majored in minor issues in the Marine Corps, my butt would have been grass because the whole focus is, the little things. It's the little bitty things that bring us down, you know. And I guess you can look at it this way, because people even say this to Paige. They'll say, hey, we found out that you're an author. How do we get started? How, do we, how, how can we write a book? And Paige will say, well, have you started writing yet? And they'll say, no, but we're going to find time. And she goes, well, i tell you what, when you can start getting time to write a few things down, then you can worry about publishing a book. I believe the same thing rings true for individuals. If, if you're sitting around and you're in a, in a marriage counselor's office and you're saying, my marriage sucks, and the marriage counselor's saying, do you take time to spend, spend it with your spouse? Well, no, I'm busy. Well, then don't come running to me about your marriage not working. If you're in the, in, in the direct selling business or you're running a, your own home-based business of any kind, I don't care what it is, and, and you're not taking time to look and study about the little things that's why your business isn't growing. It's always the little things that will bring you down. You know, it's never those major issues. Nobody ever just automatically has a heart attack overnight. Okay, it's, it's how their life was lived in the beginning. Matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm up here at a coffee company. I'm going to use this as an example. They are very focused on producing a quality product. They want something that will help people. Matter of fact, they were showing me one of their one of their uh, beta products. I can't tell you what it is, but it, it 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 goes with coffee. And the whole thing about it was that it was it had all these these antioxidants and stuff. And I thought, man, this is great. 
But then I start looking at other companies out there, and I start to realize not every company is focused on the little things. I just saw a, a, an article in USA Today that talked about Pepsi is bringing out a brand-new Mountain Dew product just in the mornings that's got so much caffeine in it, it, explode, it could explode your heart. I mean, you've got to go study about caffeine and how volatile that is. But it's, it's that type of thing. If you don't focus on the minor issues, the little things, then the major things will kill you. I'll tell you that right now. And that's what we don't want to see happening. Leadership, I believe, is about focusing on the little things. So you get started small. You get started as, as, as you know, just leading yourself. And then you work your way up. To, and, and as I studied that, I started thinking the same thing is true in any business. I don't care if you're thinking about launching a company or launching an independent distributorship or or just maybe launching a website. You know, I was on the phone last night with Dalton. Actually, we were Skyping because we were sitting there, and he was so stoked. He said, Dad, all my life I've been doing all these things, and, and some of it I liked and some of it I didn't. He goes, and now that, that I've built all these other websites for everybody else, I started to realize, why well, I'm not just building one for myself. And he's having so much fun. We just booked him into the, the Marriott in Boston next month where he's going to be a, a, a guest media personality and he's he's covering one of the largest tech conventions there are out there i mean this is this is a kid 23 years old raising his family and he's running one of the most successful blogs in the tech community he's interviewing he's interviewing uh interviewing excuse me i'll get it out he's interviewing celebrities off of tv now he's interviewing ceos of multi-million dollars and billion dollar businesses and they're saying, we want to support you, kid. We love what you're doing. But he had to start small. First he had to take care of himself. Then he launched a website. Now he started to go after the people. See, if you want to be a leader, if you want to build a team, then you've got to learn to lead yourself. And leadership is far different than management. And if you don't know the difference, if you're not focused on the difference, it can eat you alive. People don't need another boss. They want a coach. They want somebody that's going to help them out. They want somebody that's going to help lead them. They don't need told what to do. They need guided through it. Whether you're building that business or you're working for, let's say that you're you're a leader in a corporation, and and I know you got a management title. I mean that's part of corporate America and all that good stuff. It doesn't mean you got to act like a jerk, you know. So don't focus on being a jerk. Focus on what's right. Focus on what you need to do and, and the way you need to do it. That's the key here. That's what, what you have to do. Because when you don't do that is when you can fail. It, it's when life goes sideways for you. And that's what you don't want. You want people to understand just how much that you care for them, just how much you want them to win and, and to be able to grow. So start small. Start with just influencing yourself the right way. Focus with what you're supposed to be doing to build you. Because when you do that, the rest falls into place. I mean, it, 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 it is amazing when you're leading yourself what will happen. But it's when you don't lead yourself that we have an issue. That's when all of a sudden you say, what the heck am I doing? You know, why... why why am I not able to take this to a different level? Why why am I not able to 
to get people to follow me? Why is it that I'm I'm just I'm just out on a walk type deal? I mean, literally. You don't want to be just on a walk. You want to be out there leading people. It might just be one person. That that that's you. But then there's two people. Then there's three people, and then you've got a team. See, leadership starts and ends with influence. Someone influenced you, and you said, I can do this. Now, you've got to influence somebody else and say, I can build a team. I can make this happen. St. Francis of uh, Asti, I think is how you say it. I wrote this down. Start doing what is necessary. Then do do what is possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Start doing what is necessary, then do what is possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. I think of my mom a lot. I mean, I pray for my mama. You know, isn't life crazy? I'm going to segue for a minute. But isn't life crazy? Because my mama prayed for me all her life. She sent me a really nice Father's Day card. Not Father's Day card, birthday card, but a little letter she put in there. But when you think about it, as we grow older, we start praying more for our parents. Because, my, you know, my mom, I mean, she's, she's I don't know why she put up with my dad, and, and I love him to death, but, man, he's a cantankerous old fart, you know, and, and, and he gets in his days when he wants things his way. I mean, he's always wanted things his way. That's the problem. He's, he, that's just the way he is. You know, always want him his way, always want to do his stuff, always, you know, but now I look at this and... and and I and I was thinking of my mom because she does what is necessary, and then she started doing what is possible, and all of a sudden now she's able to do the impossible. And it wasn't just with my dad. I, I got to thinking back when I was a kid. You got to understand that my mom grew up in, a, in an era where it, it wasn't the 21st century. Now my mom didn't didn't love the Lord back then, or wasn't even focused on that, but. You know, she was a hot little thing, and the next thing you know, here I am. I'm, I mean, the boys wanted my mama, and she fell in love with somebody, and he didn't. And, and then, oops, here, here's Troy in the 1960s. And then her and my daddy got together, and, I mean, they've been together for, I don't know, I think since there was the Garden of Eden, and then my mom and dad, and then me. I mean, I think that's how that all worked. And, you know, I look at that, and I thought, man, she started out in a way that she, it was just the necessity. She had a baby. I mean, you know, she didn't have the options of abortion and all that crap like they do today. She's a single mom trying to make a living, trying to raise a baby. Then she started doing what was possible. All of a sudden, she met my dad. She fell in love. He fell in love with her. They they had my little brother. All of a sudden, we're, we're a family, you know. And then she started doing the impossible. She raised two rebellious teenagers into being men today that have taken, cho- I mean, my little brother and I chose totally different paths. But it's because my mom and dad, not just my mom, but I mean, dad was working just like all of us do. So, my, you know, mom had the, the crux of everything. And I thought, man, how cool is that? So when I read this from St. Francis, I thought, man. That's the coolest thing under the sun. I, I started to realize I really learned leadership, even though it was really a bizarre way because my mom and dad didn't know what leadership was back then, but I really learned it from them. And that's when I realized, you know what? All good leadership starts with a person. And I thought, man, my mom could have given me up for adoption. 
You know, she could have said, man, I'm just a young little filly. I don't have time for all this. My dad could have said, well, you know, you're you're a hot-looking little gal, but you got a kid. You know, I mean, I don't I don't think I want anything to do with this. I mean, you know, we can we can hook up and we can hang out, but you know, I'm not going to be that kid's dad. None of that happened. You know, and and I mean, you know, y'all probably think, man, this has nothing to do with business, except that it really does. Because if it wasn't for the way my mom and dad raised me and to be in a rebellious, maverick individual, I wouldn't be in business today. Period. I'd probably be working at some, well, I'd probably be dead, to be quite honest, but but I'd have been doing something totally different. Napoleon said this, the only conquest which are permanent and leave no regrets are the conquest over ourselves. I started reading my mom's letter and looking back. I started to realize how many times that she took care of the little things. If she hadn't been taking care of the little things, if my daddy hadn't taken care of the little things, my life would have been totally different. You guys that have followed me for a while, you know you know I, I have a story about the greatest Christmas I've ever had as a kid. And I understand some of my Christmases with my wife and family today blow everything away. But as I was growing up, the 18 years that I was at home, actually 17, I joined the Marine Corps, but those those Christmases, the one that stands out above all the rest was the one Christmas when my mom and dad took care of the little things. And they built my little brother and I a whole town. We had our own houses with our names on the mailboxes. We had the, 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 the post office. We had the the hospital, we had the office building, we had the, the mailbox, I mean, you name it, the general store, everything was there. They took care of all the, de- it had grass on it. It had light posts with, with hanging lights. It had the lines in the middle of the road. It was just like a daggum town. It was so cool. And we always dreamed that when we when we left the town, that we were going into the country, you know, because it was built on a piece of plywood. They took care of the little things. And I believe one of the reasons I never fell into the myth of of don't focus, don't stress over the little stuff, focus on the major stuff, is because my mom and dad. I know in the Marine Corps, had I not focused on the objectives, which are always the small things, then it wouldn't have worked. You know, I'm one of the few people, because it's the few and the proud, so it's the Marines, but I can still to this day, if you put an M16 in front of me and blindfold me, I can take it apart and put it back together. Matter of fact, I can do that with every weapon that I own. I'm able to walk with my eyes closed because they taught us how to be able to do things, the little things. And you want to know something? If you weren't good with the M16, you'd put everything back together but the firing pin. If you left the firing pin out, it doesn't work. And that sucks when you're out there in the middle of the woods. But you want to know why they taught us to do that? It's so that if we were in a hot zone and our weapon got wet, that we'd be able to take it apart and put it back together again with no issues, even if we couldn't see. Because when you take care of the little things, everything else starts to fall in place. You wonder why we have ethical issues in business today? It's not because one day a guy woke up and said, screw the world. Little by little, they 
they continued to let the situations control their ethics. They didn't worry about the little things out there. That was the problem. You can't do that. See, don't try to conquer the world until you've taken care of the little things in your own backyard. The Bible says it this way. You know, don't look at the two before, or don't look at the splinter in your brother's eye until you look at the two before in your eye. You know, and, and that's the way life needs to be. When I go in and consult with companies, I was talking to, to, to a couple of guys, Jeff Mack and Roy Williams up here yesterday, and, and we were chatting. I said, you know, here's what I get paid to do, to think and to analyze. I said, really, it's nothing more, nothing less. I've got to be able to come in as a fresh set of eyes to a, to a project and, and look around and figure out what small things need to be taken care of. And, and and how can we, if we take care of them little things, what giant picture will change? See, that's what you've got to do. I want you to ask yourself today, what small thing in your life have you neglected? Now, maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your spiritual life. Maybe it's your financial picture. You know, one of the things that, that, that I've talked with Richard Brooks on and, and Richard Brook and Richard's great, but one of the things he did with his company, 2110, is that when he created his back office, he teamed up with a financial company that, that does their debit cards. And it's a money management system to where they categorize everything out. They know everything that's happening, everything that's going on, because they want to be able to take care of their people. Because Richard said, you know, the one thing I've seen in network marketing is most people, they make all this money and then they blow through it and they have no net worth. And, you know, after he told me that, that's something I've been pushing on every company that I get as a client, is I'm pushing them to say, listen, this is what you need to be doing. This is how you need to do it. This is what you have to do to make this happen. You've got to take care of your people. You've got to teach them. When I, when I was down in Tampa last week and, and working some strategic partnerships with, with some of the equity partners at the Grease Funds, because I'm really going to be doing some crazy stuff with them this year, that was one of their focus, Troy. We want to be able to use the, the fund's uh, abilities. We want Bob Grease to be writing about how to invest your money wisely. I said, man, that's great. All your companies should should be, have your reps doing this. This kicks butt. See, that's the name of the game, guys, right there. Well, I want you to know something. I know we got ten minutes left, but I'm up here. I'm, I'm on the road, and, and you guys can always hear me over at the Home Business Radio Network. Hey, any of you networkers listening, listen. On March 1st through 3rd, we're going to be uh, reporting live from the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. We're setting up our booth. Uh, It's going to be a kick-butt deal uh, over there. We've got got some new equipment that's rolling in. I hope to be in town next week for a week, and uh, we're going to be putting some stuff, getting some stuff. So we're going to be ready. You're You're going to hear some live reporting. We're going to be over at Home Business Radio Network. I'm going to be on the phone with Paul Saunders later today because we're going to start broadcasting live from there, not just the recorded shows. So we got some really cool stuff that's happening. 2013 has been a wonderful year already. And, and I just want to do a shout-out because one of the guys that has helped me over the last couple of three years as a personal mentor, not in business but personally, has been my good friend Harry Wilkes. And, and Harry is a phenomenal guy. He's been on the phone with me today listening in. And, and i, I got to tell you, that man is something else. And uh, he, has been, he has been a mentor to me. And we're going to be doing some great stuff. So listen, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it.
You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.